0: Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. Tired of pushy recruiters sending you LinkedIn requests for jobs you have no interest in? Tired of blasting out resumes into the dark? If so, you should check out Hired.com. Hired.com flips job searching on its head by having top employers like Facebook come to you after you fill out one simple application. You also get your own job coach to help you on your next job search. If you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend you at least fill out the application. Just go to Hired.com forward slash simple programmer, and when you get hired with Hired, you'll get double the normal sign on bonus for using that link. Cobaton is the mobile device cloud platform you need to manage the devices you own and access the devices you want. From manual to automation testing, Cobaton empowers developers to build great products faster. Manage and access the devices you need. Test on hundreds of devices and configurations. Identify issues quickly. Automatically created activity logs allow you to identify and resolve issues faster. Start testing sooner. Compatibility with existing development tools decreases testing time. Real devices, better testing, faster time to market. Visit kobaton.com slash simpleprogrammer to sign up and start testing in minutes. Welcome to the Simple Programmer podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. I got a question here that I get this question quite a bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to answer this at least in one way. There's probably a few different ways I could answer this question, but it is what is the programming language of the future? <laughs> so um, I'll read the read the question I got here. So he says, "Hi, John. Let me uh, first thank you a lot for doing what you do. I watch your videos daily, and you're really such an inspiration." Well, that's cool. Thank you. And He says, My name is Eric from Stockholm, Sweden. I'm 22 at the moment and I'm studying computer science in college. Prior to this, I've worked as a freelancer within web development, but I wanted to broaden my programming experience, so I hit the books. Right now I'm testing out all sorts of different development from building apps in Swift, learning Java, and right now low level C. My intention is to try to learn as much as possible, but I still feel like I want to specialize in some type of language and really master it. I'm also really interested in AI, artificial intelligence, but don't really know where to start. So My questions to you are, what is your take on the future of programming languages? What would you consider the most essential to master, not only for now but in terms of the future? And Do you have any experience with AI development or know where to start? Um, I'm going to skip the AI development question. I'm just going to ask the, answer the programming language of the future question. <laughs> so, I think that the programming language of the future has actually not been invented yet. I don't, I don't think we have that yet. I, I think that what we've got right now is we've got a lot of languages that are evolving towards it. But they're they're evolving in complexity to, to the point that we need an, a, a simplification right a lot of times what ends up happening with technology is that we end up having sort of this pileup where we, we build up these huge things and then we have this massive collapse as a new level of abstraction is, is put down on top of it and sort of paves over it and now we can we can simplify things right so the reason why I say that is that because languages like c-sharp and Java have have become very bloated. They're they're very good languages, and they're very expressive. You can do a lot with them. Even even some things like you know even Ruby and Python and whatnot. They, they, we've we've got a lot of different things. We've got a lot of concepts. Where I mean, if you think about, it, I'll, I'll just pick on one that I know, which is C sharp, which is we've essentially taken the language of C sharp. And we've added a lot of functional programming to it. You can essentially do functional programming in C#. You can write C# code that is purely functional, okay. And that's that's sort of you know if you think about all the different keywords all the different things and as C# sharp keeps on growing that's a lot of stuff okay and so we we've kind of hit this point where you could do anything but is that is that really what what we need what we need is, is to simplify right so we need to take all those concepts as we're learning as we're evolving these languages and we eventually need to come up with a language that's going to be a little bit more universal there's really no reason why we have to have so many programming languages right now almost all programming languages Are kind of converging to this point where they all are kind of on par with what they can do functional wise, right? If you look again at some of the ones that I'm more familiar with, I know that C now can do a lot. You can write functional in it, right? So you can do this similar kind of coding that you would have done with F or Haskell or. Uh, or you know one of those other functional Lisp and functional languages, right? At the same time, Java has also developed now functional programming. You can do purely Java or functional programming in Java. I saw a Hacker News article where someone was was writing about how they were doing purely functional programming in Java. It, it was a little bit of a bastardization of it, but hey, I, I could see that happening. And, and C# and Java are almost equivalent, right? Java started getting all these features that there was being innovated in C#. So. I I think that there's really no reason why we have to have all these different programming languages at this point because they're all kind of able to do do everything. Now there's some specialized languages, and I, and I understand the argument for that. So maybe maybe there'll be you know a few different specialized languages, but we really need to come to a point where we have a general-purpose programming language that we just use, that everyone uses and 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 gets developed and is simplified because there's just There's no reason, right? If there used to be a reason why we had all these specialized languages, and they existed for specific purposes, and there's still, like I said, still some to some degree, you know, languages like R and whatnot, but. Even those I think we can really collapse under, under one programming language and that will make the things a lot more effective for the future because we don't have to learn as many things. There's not as much gaps between communication. So That's what I think is that—I think we're heading towards this point. I think we'll eventually have a language that dominates. I think we're still early in the development of software development as a— Career as a profession, as a science, if, if you will, and that that will eventually hit that. Just like I mean, mathematics has a a standard mathematical notation, right? I mean, there's there there was a bunch of different ones, right? And now there's just like one way in general. I mean, maybe there's a couple of competing, but there's one general way that we. Do mathematics, and we write down. You know, uh, th- we have different symbols that we utilize, and we, we we pretty much standardize on that. I think that programming is no different. That we'll eventually find that we just haven't found that yet. As a, as for today, uh, I I really couldn't say what what programming language that that I'd recommend. I did a video on the most popular programming languages for two thousand seventeen. You can check that one out. If you're curious what my thoughts are on that, you know it changes from day to day. We've got a lot of fluctuation. JavaScript is still a, probably a pretty good bet at, at this point to, to hit your, your wagon to. And, and Python is also one of those ones that I, I think that I see. Really, really increasing, but you know, it's it's really hard to say at this point because it we we still have this very much diversified field of programming languages out there. I, I do hope that we do converge on one, though, and 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 I do think that that's the future. I I can't see us having just this many programming languages that are now all. Becoming closer and closer to functionally equivalent, and, and it just doesn't make sense, right? If you can do the same stuff you can do in C Sharp and Java and Python and Ruby and, and all the other programming languages, why? why have so many of them and, and make things so confusing. But you know what? Technology is, is never—it it doesn't always follow the straightforward path that I would like it to. <laughs> All right. If you, uh, if you like this video and you want to get more videos like this one on programming, software development, living a better life, improving your fitness, achieving your goals, click that subscribe button below and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.